All right, I am recording, so I guess as soon as you're ready there, we are good to go. I am good to go. Oh, is that it? We're just live again? Yeah. I expected like a theme song intro. Let me play the theme oh, song then. You'll have to make one. When you make a theme song, then we can do that. Okay. This is not the one I want to play. This is the one. You're traveling through another dimension, a dimension not only of sight and sound, but of mind. That's a signpost up ahead. Your next stop, dark territory. I know she's not deaf or dumb or retarded or anything. Bordering in Wonderland, the Twilight Zone Hello, citizens. Welcome to LIW, the Twilight Zone Review, episode 165 for 509 Probe 7 over and out. I am Phoenix West, joined by no, Adam Wilcox. Sorry, I threw a curveball in there by saying joined by. My bad. I, again, I don't plan anything out. I just, I just do. Watch, That's the beauty of live streaming, baby. Watch, the, watch the, the beautiful visage of my face, and you, you interpret when I'm pausing for you to speak <laughs> it's so unfair um but today we are sans frank we are with adam and um we're for the best right i think we're in the best shape we've ever been we're live on youtube we don't have frank there's no anchors we can continue to f go across the ocean just keep going frank's not like throwing out fucking anchors like pulling us back like hey, let's talk about science and, and the, the moon we just keep going. I'm only saying this because he's listening right now. <laughs> wanna... He's like right in the chat. <laughs> I know. <laughs> That's why I'm doing this. But Adam, uh, today is Probe 7 over and out. And you have a fitting name for this episode. Um, I wish my name was Phoenix Eve. So we could have a, <laughs> a romantic entwinement here. But here we are, you know, Phoenix and Adam. Yeah, well. I let okay. us down. Sorry. Should we go, like, look for someone named Eve on here? I've never met anyone named Eve, surprisingly. You know, it, it, it would seem that maybe I should meet somebody named Eve. I think but, you have uh, to. Never met one. I don't think I've ever even known an Eve, passingly. Not so. a common name. No, it isn't. No. Neither is Genevieve. That's kind of really not a popular name anymore, either. Genevieve? I know one. Yeah. She's probably really old, right? No. Okay. Most she's, of the Genevieve's I've ever met are like really old ladies that like live in a nursing home. She's probably 40. Okay. Yeah, she's pretty old. <laughs> no, no. That's not. As I'm much as 46. we pretend. <laughs> well, as much as we pretend like 46 is really old, it's not. No. It's, it's middle aged. It is, but it isn't. Yeah. Yeah. But, you know, nobody's naming their kids that anymore. <laughs> we'll say that. No. But this episode. Let's get into this episode. I need to move my shit around here so I can actually look at my notes. Because this episode I watched about, I'd say, four hours ago. And I kind of forgot what it was. And <laughs> There's a reason for that. <laughs> it's just an episode you watched. Like, how disappointed was I last week when we talked about it on the, on the uh, last episode? Whatever the fuck that was. And I was like, oh, it's that Adam and Eve episode. Oh. <laughs> 
I knew then our first live YouTube episode would be a fucking bore. Then I watched the episode, I go, oh, it's really going to be a bore. Because I have almost nothing to say about this episode. It is so middle of the road, boring. <laughs> yes. It's, you know, it's, what's fun about this is the, in the contrast between this and the last show that we just watched. Oh, the Both last... of those are very simple concepts. One of them is done perfectly. This one is, this concept is literally all it has to offer. Yeah. And it's a concept that's revealed at minute 24 and a half at the 25 episode. Like out of a 25 minute show, it's revealed last minute. And just like, anyway, get the fuck out of here. And, and even certainly this like. This is the part where we're supposed to go, what? Yeah. And even Rod Serling's like, oh, is it this or not? It doesn't matter. Anyway, bye. Get the fuck out of here. Bye. Smoke a cigarette. Dig yeah. Do a shot. Go rub himself in some Vaseline and play in the freeway. Yeah. Exactly. It's it's an episode that is just there for novelty's sake. It's, it's what I would say is the, it's a novelty episode. It has nothing to it. It's the, it's like trying to buy something great out of like a, a 99 cent store. And you're kind of like, oh, this is okay. Like it works, but it, how long is that going to last? off a wish. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's a wish episode of, of the episode called two. I think it's like episode 301. And but at least that, had, that had Charles Bronson and it had a little bit of war shit and like weird propaganda. This one just has a guy talking to his blank TV and then he gets physically abused by a woman outside, but the motherfucker keeps going outside and getting abused. And I'm like, just stay inside, dude, let her fucking go. Can I just say that this guy is the absolute worst astronaut, even for like a bad, like TV science fiction episode. He might be. Uh, I, I think he's the worst because, okay, I guess we should set up this episode. Yeah, set it up so they know what we're talking about. Yes. So the guy named, his name is Adam Cook. He crash landed on a spaceship uh, and he has a uniform with zero insignifications on where he's from. And he's talking to a TV, and the guy's like, he's from his planet, and he's like, uh, which if you just heard what I said, how far I had to go out of my way to do it, you just realize what the end of the episode is. Um, he, he's like, oh, our planets might be fucked, dude. But I love the fact that at the beginning of the episode, he goes, probe seven uh, to base, probe seven to base. And, the, and base finally shows up on the screen and goes, probe seven, this is base. And I'm like, why are you saying it like that, you you snarky fuck? Why did, he said it so weird. I think that was that weird sci-fi speak from the fifties. Is is what that was? Like they, whenever they were doing sci-fi, they had to be like, "Probe seventeen to base, come in over." Like they really got into their walkie-talkie speak. The way you said it though makes sense. I'm saying the inflection. He he didn't go probe seven. This is base inflection on base. He goes probe seven. This is base. Like you, it was fucking very idiot. Obviously awkward. Who do you think you're talking to? <laughs> Who the fuck do you think you're talking to? Of course, this is base, motherfucker. This no, is so this weird. is Baskin Robbins. The fuck did you think this was? This is the uh, Hagen Dazs by the uh, I-17 off the off the freeway there. Uh, what, what's going on there? What can I help you with? Like, I'm looking for a NASA base. And he's like, uh, 
Yeah. It's the Bada Bing strip club. Who the fuck are you? Paulie Walnuts or something? This is the fucking Bada Bing base. What the fuck do you want? You want me to say you want a free base out in the parking lot? That's what Joey's doing right now. He's got to get back in the shift in seven minutes. I'm not covering him another one. He already got recovered from three times this week, motherfucker. Like, like, what the fuck is going on? Why is base such so fucking snarky? They work for NASA, I assume, or the, whatever version of NASA. The guy's not from Earth. These What's... people he works for are assholes, man. I didn't realize how fucking angry I was going to be till right now. This is what we mentioned earlier. <laughs> we were talking in text before the show. I don't know why the guy's so fucking snarky. Why he's like, yeah, this is base, motherfucker. Why you just get to the point already? You got me. What do you want? What do you want to do? Why are we talking over a radio, a video radio? Why is there video on this place? Why the? How advanced is this place? Not Earth, by the way. It's not Earth. See, he's crash landed on some fucking planet, and uh, base is just not cooperating with him at all because they're in the middle of a war on the planet he comes from. Yep. They landed. He landed. Uh, I'll let Rod describe it here in a second. Uh, cool. But the ship is fucked. He's like, oh, our ship is. The ship isn't working. Uh, uh, I can't really fix it because I have a broken arm and a sling. I'm uh, 57 years old. I don't really have that much, you know, stamina to fix a fucking entire jet. He's an astronaut <laughs> with a beer gut. Yeah, I don't really. Uh, and I mentioned there, he mentions later. I don't. Uh, what's he say? I don't have the proclivity for isolation or or being. Solitary confinement. I'm like, then why did you agree to be the Get one astronaut? An astronaut. <laughs> You're a one astronaut in a in a pod, dude, going several million miles away from your planet. Why the fuck are you doing this then? If you're if that's your fear, like I How hate did tarantulas. Job? Did he just like answer a, a, an ad in the fucking column of the newspaper, like the one ads? He's like, well, astronaut, fucking nobody else will do it. So pays yeah. really shitty, but it's got good benefits. Yeah. Exactly. I'm scared of tarantulas, but I will never respond to a Craigslist ass ad where it's like. <laughs> Get dunked in a tank of tarantulas for 30 cents an hour, and I'll be like, Yeah, and then I'll bitch about it. Yeah, it's great. No, I'm gonna I'm gonna stay the fuck away from that. I'm probably gonna call the cops on that dude. Because why do you have so many tarantulas to fill a tank? You got something else going on there I don't want to be a part of. But what the fuck? See, this is the difference between me hating something and me liking something. So the last episode had a very different vibe of Tales in the Crypt. You never know where these are gonna go. Yeah. But let's just get to Rod's intro here. And then we'll break that down here. I, I don't know how queued up this is because I don't have subtitles on, but let's see how, where, where it is. All right, a little early. No big deal, right? NBD. He's about to kick in here, Mr. Serling. He's trying to fix his wonder, fucked up ship. That's a possibility. One Colonel Cook, a traveler in space. He's landed on a remote planet several million miles from his point of departure. He can make an inventory of his plight by just one 360-degree movement of head and eyes. Colonel Cook has been set adrift in an ocean of space in a metal lifeboat that has been scorched and destroyed and will never fly again. He survived the crash, but his ordeal is yet to begin. Now he must give battle to loneliness. Now Colonel Cook must meet the unknown. It's a small planet set deep in space, but for Colonel Cook, it's the twilight zone. <gasps> spooky, spooky. So... He's in space. He's several million miles away. I guess it's a was it Alpha Centauri or whatever the fuck that is. That's what that place is if called. If he said where he was, I did not pick up on it. I was kind of hoping maybe he would give it. He's like, he's like, well, I'm exactly so many light years away from the outside of my galaxy. So yeah, you're probably right. Where it's supposed to be five point three light years. 
But I'm glad you were doing the math on that because I'm just I like, did. okay. IMDb trivia did the work for me. Uh. <laughs> you're, you're, you're in uh, interstellar bumfuck Egypt. Got it. And if I could be so bold, Frank's not here. So we don't have to deal with a bunch of scientific not a bullshit. Blah, blah, blah. He's this many miles away. The trajectory, blah, blah, blah. And he's uh, blah, blah, blah. And oh, I read this article where blah, blah, blah. Love you, Frank. Uh, we don't have to deal with that, though. Um, this is what you get when you don't show up, okay? This is what you deal with when you're not here. Punctuality is is very important for a podcast. And we are, I don't want to say struggling without you. I think we're flourishing. But you're not here, so we're going to make fun of you. That's going to happen. Here he is. <laughs> I was coaxing him out when he finally ducked his head out from the, from the bush in, on this planet of Earth. Earth-a, Earth-a, Earth, Earth, Earth. I hate this fucking episode. I, I don't hate it. I just, it's. I, I mean, I'm glad uh, that you don't like this episode because we were kind of joke. We we try not to like reveal our reviews of the episode before we do the show. Yeah. Like, try to save all that for the podcast, right? So I'm like, uh, if he likes this one, I'm like, I really don't really have a lot to grasp onto here. So, go ahead, continue setting it up. Well, if I did like it, I would I would say it. But I, so I like parts of it, like him having to deal with the situation. <laughs> it's it's not. Frank said, "LOL, it's not fault. I'm not there. Whatever that means. <laughs> deal with that what you will, dyslexic people who listen to the show. But I will just say it's not. I like part of this episode. I like when he's in his ship. I like that he's fucked." And I like that he has to explore this planet, but I don't like where it goes because I don't. It doesn't matter to me, and it doesn't. Okay. I don't care. His ship is cool on the inside. On the outside, it looks exactly like that shit that Marvin Martian rides around in. But yeah. on the inside, it looks cool because it at least looks like believable technology for the time. There's a lot of wires hanging out. I like that they went out of their way to have like little things sparking Spark. and shit. Yeah. So you know. And on the outside, it looks like a bunch of cardboard slapped together, like some fucking shack in Kingston, Mache, Kingston Jamaica, or something, Mache. like some some slum somewhere. And he crawls <laughs> out of there like some fucking chud baby, and he's like, nah, "Where's the humans I can fuck?" It looked like that thing was having birth, and he just kind of shat out of the fucking yeah. Hole. And it's weird. And he comes out, and he's just like, he's so ineffective on everything, and he's so low key that he's like a bass note you can't hear. He, the way he talks is like through his fucking lips in his mouth, and he's clearly dubbed over. He's always angry too. He's like a real asshole to his superiors. Like if I got if I talked to my boss like that, I would have been fired years ago. The the way he talks to the to the Eve character is, I'm gonna say really negative shit to you, but since you can't understand me, I'm gonna say it really calmly, and it won't <laughs> matter that what I'm saying. It's kind of like. Like if nobody, if someone I was speaking to someone that didn't speak English, I'm like, oh, you're a piece of shit. That's great. Yeah. Oh, you're a real ugly bitch, aren't you? <laughs> That's great. But I'm smiling, and I look like I'm friendly. But I'm saying the most vain, like, or the most vicious shit to this person's face, because he's going, "Ain't that man? We're all horrible. Humans are fucked. We're not human, but you know, people like me are are, are garbage creatures, and men and women don't get along." <laughs> It's your vagina that's causing you to punch me in the face and throw a loaf of bread at my head that looks like a rock. Yep. The, the only cool thing is she did at least scratch him and leave fucking marks on the side of his face. I, I, you know, whatever. I don't know. Yeah. Well, 
Well, I guess let's get there. Uh, yeah, let's just get there. This is going to be, I mean, uh, <laughs> this show is fucking ancient as shit, so it's not got, the, 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 the gist is, he crash lands on this planet, they're Adam and Eve. That's the fucking episode. That's really it. And it, everything hangs on that. And they don't really, they're not terribly clever about getting there. No, it's boring as hell. I like when he's talking to Earth, or what we think is Earth. Because the whole premise is we think he came from Earth, which is just like the Invaders and episodes like that. Right. That's when it's still at least trying to get be clever. But it, it, it kind of gives up on that a little too soon, in my opinion. Yeah. The first half of the episode is just him talking to the planet, you know, Houston, as we think of it. And Houston's like, oh, there's... What's he say? Uh... If we, he says a quote like, "If we have war within the next within the next few hours," and I'm like, "If you have war within the next, that is a very specific timeline to have war." And and apparently the, the guy's seaboard in exactly twelve minutes. Like the guy's well, got fucking. Look at your stopwatch. He's got powers because it happens. And the next time he and he leaves the ship and he comes back in and he talks to him a little bit more. And then Houston, you know, space Houston is like. There's bombs that landed 400 miles from the base, so we assume we're going to get blown up. And so it's just like the war, or the bombs are coming closer and closer to uh, mystery Houston, where the fuck this takes place. And then, All this is done in exposition, too. You don't like hear any air raid sirens going no. off or see anything shaking. It's He's a, just explaining everything. Now they're going to do that. You may as well have been watching War of the Worlds on a radio. Yes, I mean? only you don't Except have Orson Welles. Yeah. You don't have Orson Welles to describe yeah, it to that you. Was, at least that had Orson Welles. This yeah. had, okay, I'm getting the position here. The, the bombs have landed 400 miles away. We fear they may land near us soon. So you're probably on your own. So you might be the only human left. <laughs> it's breaking up, Adam. We can't see you. Fuck that boring, that flat. Just nothing happening. And then once, one time, if you notice, one guy walks back behind the guy in the background. And that's it. That's the most they could, they could spur for that scene. It was one guy going, we're going to clipboard walking by. I was like, oh, God, it's so boring. You know what, what this reminded me of? This is almost like the exact opposite of that Ridley Scott movie, The Martian, where, you know, yeah. uh, what's his name? Uh, Matt Damon. Uh, Matt, Matt Damon is just like way too super resourceful and a go-getter and just absolutely refuses to give up. But it's not a bad movie because you're with it because you see the guy's at least trying. He's trying. He makes here, shit potatoes. He's, he's, he and gave he, up like within seconds of making the first phone call. You know, I mean, yeah, he's he, got a sling over his arm. He's like, <laughs> hey, everything's all fucked up. I don't know what to do. Matt, Matt Damon, though, terrible astronaut. to be fair, Matt Damon's thing exploded. He wasn't like in a crash. He was already on no. Mars established. This guy crash landed. So I get it. So he does, but, and he's way older. At least older. Matt Damon's endeavor to persevere is like, you know, yeah. unmatched. He's this like, guy here, it's like, it's amazing he gets out of bed in the morning without stabbing himself. Yeah, the, Matt Damon was like, I'm going to live no matter fucking what. I'm going to science the shit out of this, I think is his quote. I'm going to make <laughs> turd potatoes. Said, yep. <laughs> I'll make my turd potatoes. I'll live off my own my own diarrhea potatoes. <laughs> and then, potatoes. And then I'm going to survive no matter fucking what. And this guy's like, well, like, I got a sprain in my elbow. So... 
I don't have a shotgun here to blow my brains out. What do you want me to do, NASA? What do you want me to? <laughs> how do I do? I do I hang myself with the sling? <laughs> and he's like, uh, luckily he doesn't have like suicide for dummies in front of him because this guy would <laughs> be fucking dead. Suicide kit. Yeah, he'd be dead. Like the. It's got like a little baggie of Tide Pods in there. <laughs> <laughs> he's got like the abortion machine from Prometheus, and he just jumps in there. He's like, what can you do about a 40, 53 year old? Abortion. What can you do about that? Is there anything you can do retroactively? Machine. Ugh. Do I have to override your commands? Uh, and that because it seems like he's given up completely. But the guy on Earth, or the, you know, the planet as they call it, is going. You're the only one that's going to live. We're all going to die. So really, this is best case scenario for you. We just wish we sent you off with some warm hole you could fuck to breed new people. <laughs> Because as oh, a, look. as it <laughs> is now, <laughs> what are you gonna fuck the wall right now? Because I uh, deposit your sperm into the wall, and hopefully someone comes along and slips on that shit and gets pregnant. Like, cause that's the plan as of now. So go go find what you can fuck on that planet and just like throw it in whatever. If you find a a tree that can be pregnant by you, go ahead and fuck it. Cause I have no other plan, dude. But anyway, bye. We're getting bombed. <laughs> Yeah, some of the explanation is really bad. And, but what really started to make me angry very early on in this episode was he's, he hears a noise outside. And rather than try to exercise any kind of caution, and I was having flashbacks to yet another, I'm going to make another movie reference. Have you ever seen Robin Crusoe on Mars? No, that is on my list to watch. Way, on, better, uh... way better Martian than, or way better astronaut than this fucking guy. Because he's like, hello, hello, anybody? Come and shoot me. Come Sling. and rape me in the face and impregnate me with aliens. And f- Hello. And bring along my 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 robot doppelganger where I'll fight in the like seventh franchise sequel of it. I, I, I've been here for all of 23 minutes and I don't want to be here alone. <laughs> I could be on this planet alone for the rest of my life and I probably wouldn't even notice. This guy's like, I just crash landed. I haven't... I haven't talked to anybody about nonsense in 23 minutes, and it's over. I'm going to hang yeah, myself. This guy goes to, from zero to absolute fuck it in, like, seconds, man. It's, it's, it's hard to, to rally behind this guy at all. And it's embarrassing because he shares the same name as me, damn it. He gives Adams all over the world a bad name. That's fuck saying a guy. lot, considering. Considering, you know. <laughs> Uh, you have so, that, that fuck the, machine the, Adam the Driver. The funniest part is, is he says, hello, hello, and then all of a sudden he gets hit right in the head with a fucking rock, and he falls down. I laughed pretty hard when that part happened, because yeah. I wanted to throw the rock myself. He he barely gets down a hill, a slight hill of <laughs> he dirt. falls down the hill like a, you know, yeah, he, he may as well be wearing high heels. He basically went like downhill skiing in his shoes, like just slid down the dirt. And then he's like, because he heard the noise, he went outside. And I, I did uh, where I, I would hit play and pause like within seconds, like because I wanted to see what the fuck hit him. And it looks I like a low back fo- up too. I'm so glad you said that because I'm like, wait a minute, how did he get hurt this time? Like, yeah. did somebody shoot him? It's or, so quick. They play that dramatic sting, like. Yeah. But I was going like this, where I'm texting you beforehand, trying to set this all up, and I was like, oh, this, okay, we're like, lo- he, he's down. What the fuck? And I rewound and I. I you know, play, pause, play, pause, play, pause. And I was like, that looks like a piece of bread. And I'm like, 
<laughs> this guy's so fucking weak and willing to die. He's like, I'm gonna get knocked out by bread, like a good hearty <laughs> rye bread. That's, that's a that's, by croutons. Yeah, by a four day old rye bread's gonna knock me out because I have given up on living. And Matt Damon's over here making turd potatoes and living. And this guy can't do goddamn thing. He barely got down that little slight decline of, of dirt. And then he gets knocked out by a piece of fucking sourdough bread. And then, and then he, goes, he just wakes up back up and goes back inside and talks to fucking NASA again. And then, because that's all he, he doesn't go like, who the fuck? He's just like, oh, hey, oh, nobody's there. And then here's the recording. About the, about <laughs> basically the planet he came from, going, oh, we're fucked. Uh, don't give in the hate. Anyway, bye. That's, messages, messages, references. Yeah, yeah. And then he hears a noise outside. Goes out again. He does like a little girly jaunt where he's like, <laughs> and he runs up to someone, finds out it's a girl, and she's got a little mud on her face. And then he grabs her by the goddamn leg and like drags her like a caveman, like he's mine now. And he drags her back wherever the hell he is. And then uh, I, I don't I don't know what he was gonna do to her. The only thing he was missing was that Flintstone club. Like. Yeah, <laughs> I rape now. That's what it seemed like to me. But instead, he's like, "Let's have a conversation about how we don't understand each other, and therefore can't have a conversation. But let's have a conversation nonetheless." I did. I didn't understand anything because it was so fucking pointless. Because he's speaking English, uh, obviously for us, the viewer, we speak English here in America. Don't know if you know that or not, but she's going. She's speaking literally backwards English. I don't know if you caught that, Adam. The word she's saying I, I is backwards. I picked up on that, and I was also having flashbacks to yet another better uh, episode of this. Where, and I, you'll probably remember the name of it because you're better at the names of, of Star Trek: Next Generation episodes is one of my favorites it's the one where it's literally just picard and this one guy trying to understand what each other is saying like he speaks it sounds like he speaks in like fragments or you know uh, I, I don't know the name of the episode damn it but you know which one i'm talking about right it, i know the episode really- i don't i don't star trek next generation i don't know the episode names okay you're a little bit better with the older ones but yeah the, the, it, I, I, somebody in the comment section will probably remind me of which episode that was but i always write it down and then i fucking forget about it anyway because like i said i'm terrible at names but the entire episode is picard and this guy this guy is injured and he's trying to tell picard about his his traditions you know and picard's trying to tell him and you know they start off enemies realizing they don't understand each other and the whole thing is about learning to communicate you know it's like what he says they, they speak in like fragments and it sounds like gibberish to us, but that's their language, you know. And, and yeah, there's a movie yeah. called uh, Thirteen. Oh, that, what the fuck is the name of that movie? With uh, the Spanish sex hunk from the nineties. Oh, the Thirteenth Warrior. Thirteenth Warrior. Remember when they're on that? They're on that boat ride across the ocean, even though it's not a fucking. It's a canoe. How, how are they going to cross the ocean? But whatever. And throughout the, he, like, he's, you see him watching it, and it, you hear gibberish, and eventually it starts to like slowly become English. Mm-hmm. They also do the same thing in that Tom Cruise Nazi movie that Brian Singer directed, where he's speaking German in the beginning, and it slowly turns into English. They also did that in Hunt for Red October. Uh, interesting. I haven't seen that movie in a while. You just, you just yeah, got Frank Hart on there, mentioning a submarine movie, which I can't <laughs> fucking stand. Hey, Frank was long, hard, and full of semen. Frank. So let's let's talk about the episode a little more here. 
So Earth is fucked. He talks to the girl. And instead of being like, I had so many issues with the way he drew in the dirt. Because he went outside the first time and he got hit with the bread and saw she drew something in the ground. So he's talking to her and he's like, I'm from this planet. I flew out of my solar system. And he draws a line around the planet. And I'm like, that looks like nothing, dude. Like you could say, draw a planet and go this and point it like around. Like this is this planet. That's I'm what from. I'm, saying, man. This, this, I'm this from over here. Astronaut skills. His astronaut skills are awful. It's like they must have hired this guy from the astronaut temp agency. It's like, like there was nobody available that day. He was a substitute, and he got stuck doing this fucking job that he didn't want to do. Yes, and it's like he never on his planet. Everyone speaks the same language, so he's never had to like kind of pantomime a conversation with he someone never even that do- charades. Yeah, that doesn't speak <laughs> his language. So he's going circle, and then he draws a little. I went. Uh, we went out of the out of trajectory, and I crash landed. But he doesn't draw a crash landed. He just goes, "We crash landed." What about you? And she's like, does draws the exact same thing. And she's like, "What happened to your ship? Your your ship?" And he draws. He does like fucking dolphin thing. And she's like, hits the dirt. Like she's trying to fuck up that planet. If you would have muted it, it would have looked like he was trying to explain to her what the birds and the bees are. It's like, okay, here's where the eggs are yeah. fertilized. And you know, here's the here's the fallopian Ugh, tube. Get in that son bitch. <laughs> I'm going to grow within is, you. This is me. This is my sperm. And this is your yeah. eggs. <laughs> anyway, eat the apple. Don't worry about that fucking snake or whatever that tells you. They didn't go that far with the biblical allegory. They didn't even have a snake. No, not I yet. It cut off no beforehand. Snake. It cut off beforehand. We don't get to see that yet. We know we all read the Bible, so we know where that's going. He could have at least given us a snake. You know, even a bad snake would have would have given us something. They gave us so much other bullshit and and hints of what's going on. Like, um, let me look at my notes real quick because we are. Hey, but. I guess my point is he's drawing little doodles and he's like frustrated and doesn't understand that she doesn't know English or speak his language when he's several million miles away from his planet. And I'm like, if I crash landed with someone on, on earth, if I just like land, went up in the air in the atmosphere and then landed somewhere on earth and it was random and it was, and I spoke English and they're like, uh, and I wouldn't be like, how do you know? Like, the odds of landing on Earth and someone knowing your language is pretty slim. The fact that you're millions of miles away, and you're, so you're talking to a literal alien at that point, why the fuck would they know what you're saying? Why are you upset about that fact? This guy is the worst astronaut I've ever seen in my fucking life. He's probably never even been to Walmart. I mean, nobody speaks English at Walmart, but I'm not going to lose my shit every time that the checkout lady can't say thank you in English. You know what I mean? I wouldn't know what you're talking about because I have not been to a checkout in Walmart in... Can't tell you how long. They have tough, tough checkout for that exact reason. So you don't look at the fucking, <laughs> the person. You've been tricked into using the self-checkout. I have not been tricked. I have been rewarded by not having to talk to that fucking person. I'm not doing it. No. But then again, you're not an astronaut. So you shouldn't have to. It's okay if you get upset. <laughs> if you're an astronaut, you need to have like, you know, there, there needs to be this space program. No wonder they all went to war because their space program is a fucking pile of shit. Obviously, they have no pre-qualifications, no trials, no no exercises, no none of that. You know, I mean, this is at least there was a space program when this show was was put into into play. So we know that astronauts did train. I mean, there have been episodes of Twilight Zone that at least have a little bit more believable astronaut than this chuckle fuck. 
Chuckle fucking deed. Indeed, sir. I left my wine glass in the bathroom between our shows, and so I just have to drink out of the bottle now, I guess. <laughs> this show is making you angry. It's, it's it's giving you bad habits. Well, I just picture like talking to someone at Walmart that doesn't speak English, and you going like, I'm from this. I yeah. flew off my trajectory. Do you have stamps? Like, uh, what does this have to do with Fuck where you are you. now? I pay you, you put in cart. <laughs> if you don't get me stamps to, to send in mail, I'm going to fist you so fucking hard. Give me my fucking this, stamps. This coupon, 75 cent off. <laughs> like, he does that. He goes, are you more three, four, five, six, seven? I was seven? just waiting for him to go like this and get it over with. <laughs> Where he's like, he's trying to hint to anal, where he's like, you know, <laughs> eh, you and me. Yeah, yeah, there we go. Yeah, let's do that. And she's just like, and then he sees how on board she is with that. <laughs> yeah. You're not on board? Okay, bye. I don't care if the race dies. <sighs> don't care. That's not what the Bible's all about. But she must be horny because eventually she comes back. Well, she. This is when she scratches him, where he picks up a stick, his walking stick, because he has a fucking shattered leg or something, and she's like, "No, no," or in her language, "On, on." And then <laughs> he he drops the stick and he's like, "No, no, we're fine." And she goes, "Motherfucker!" Gah! And then scratches his cheek. It's the worst. It's the worst uh, stunt I've ever seen. She comes nowhere near him, and he's like, "Oh." And it cuts, and you can tell it's like half an hour later where they drew a little bit of blood here. <laughs> well, you've seen how fragile this fuck. If you blew on him, he'd probably be paralyzing for the rest of his life. Yeah, this guy's anemic. Over like... He must be anemic or something, because that, that's never going to heal. It's never going to clot. That guy's dead from that scratch. He's got to get this girl preggers as quick as possible. And I hate to tell him, but the way he's trying to flirt with her, with the, eh, it's not going to get pregnant. No. But. He goes inside because he recoils like a fuck. Like he came into his shell and he's like, oh, she scratched me. Ah, I'm going back to my ship. He goes inside. Uh, she eventually is waiting outside his ship like a real fucking stalker. Like, take a fucking hint. You, this, this episode works for me better as like a warning against physical violence in relationships than it does about like yeah. biblical, biblical allegory yeah. or anything like that. Yep. It's because she beats the shit out of him. She knocked him out with a rock and then scratched his face. This is this episode is the other reason, other than Harvey Weinstein, why there's a Me Too movement going on. It is brutal. It's cause, cause, this episode is proof. She's she's violent. She is a violent sociopath, and he's he's out of options for warm holes in this planet. So he's like, comes outside again. He's like, "Oh, you're here. Cool." Whatever, let's do this. All right. And he talks to her some more, and, he's, and they kind of walk off. And he holds up some dirt, and he's like, what do you call this? And she's like, eat? And he's like, no, don't eat the fucking dirt, bitch. What is wrong with you? <laughs> so dumb, dude. Holding soil. Don't eat the soil. Do I really have to explain this to you? Oh, you're asking if I thought you were telling you, I was telling you to eat this. Okay. And she walks over, and she's kind of playing with the dirt. And she's just like, erte, erte, earth. He goes, all right, we'll call it Earth. How else, can we, how else can we make this very obvious? Oh, I have a broken rib. I guess we'll have to have children now. Maybe Cain and Abel, perhaps? Maybe? 
How else can we spell this out for the audience? Oh, I'm Adam. I have a broken rib, and suddenly you're here. Fuck this. I'm Adam. Adam Cook. Yeah. And she's like, Eve. Eve. Whatever her fuck her last name is. <laughs> Navi. <laughs> yeah. It wasn't far off. <sighs> It was bad, dude. Because it, 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 this is one of those ones where you go, ah, and you just want to get up and walk away. It's at the end where it's like, he's Adam, she's Eve, he has a missing rib, they're going to a garden. She gives him a fucking apple, and he's like, what's this? And she says, apples backwards. And then he's like, all right, I'll eat it. Good, good. This is a good garden. Where are we? And then fucking Rod kicks in here at the very end, which I'll play. Just in case you don't know, just to regurgitate what you just saw. <clears throat> yeah, I, uh, I'm going to play it right now. We'll see where Rod kicks in here. Should be shortly after this. Let's see. Right about here-ish, I'll say. Food. We don't have Frank for our audio clips. You know these people? Names familiar, are they? Yeah. They lived a long time ago. Did they? Perhaps they're part fable. Great. Perhaps they're part fantasy. Oh, great, too. And perhaps the place they're walking to now is not really called Eden. We offer it only as a presumption. This has been The Twilight Zone. That's a fucking cop-out. That's a fucking cop-out. <sighs> Adam... I mean, you could have at least given us a snake, man. You know, it, it, it just, it, it's, I, I don't know. It, 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 yeah, it, it's, so, yeah, it, it's, it's Adam and Eve, but Adam came from space and so did she. And then they just landed on Earth and that's how creation was started. We, we You know, there was a, a better shows that did this story. It's called Battlestar Galactica. Way, way, way better version of this shit. Way more Christian, so. though. Yeah, true. It was, it was a lot more religious, but it, it had a lot better character development and pacing and wasn't so, like, blatantly on the nose. But, yeah, it, it's it's hard to get invested in, in anything going on here. But that the whole shtick that this this is Earth is all this show has to offer. There's no buildup. There's no tension. It's not terribly clever. Um, it's the exact opposite of what we just saw from... I never thought that I'd get to the point where I'm like, Wow, we saw a good Tales from the Crypt episode, but we did. We saw like a really good one. Yeah, and, and we then saw a really bad Twilight Zone. I feel like I'm in Bizarro World. Okay, right now. so it's interesting to hear you say that. Uh, I agree. Tales from the Crypt today was way better than Twilight Zone. Um, I mean, we don't really talk about one show and the other as far as episode comparison, but we're on YouTube Live. <laughs> no, no, you're good. But we're on YouTube Live now. This is a good time to bring it up. So if you want to check out this show, we are now live on YouTube for LAW Twice on Review, as well as LAW Tales from the Crypt Review on Adam's channel, uh, Raiders of the Lost Flicks. Go ahead and check that out on YouTube. We're live on Tuesday nights. But um, it brings me to something Frank set up for this show. Uh, Frank's not here because he's a piece of shit. So let's talk about <laughs> what Frank set up, which is he wanted to start talking about, um, he mentioned in the last episode, where a table of reality uh, from Twitter is... He wants to kind of start bringing up some of their tweets. So this is a table of reality uh, at Gregory Tyson 13, just like it sounds. And I, I, I messaged him earlier and I'm like, uh, we're doing this episode tonight. What do you want to say about it? And he kind of, he, he said he's going to throw up a, a poll. 
And I do have the results of that poll as of right now. Let me refresh in case there's anything new coming in. Would you want to do a share screen for that? Um, yeah, let's go ahead and do that. It'll be on this one. Let me see. Since we are in a video, I'm not used to that. Okay. All these fun things that you can do. Yay. Okay, so it's going to be part of my screen, so not the whole fucking thing, so deal with that. Um, what do you give Twilight Zone's Probe 7 over and out? For me, it's middle of the road. Maybe as middle of the road as Season 5 I, uh, season five got. It's two Redux, the episode two, uh, wordier. This is Serling, and absent the immersive world building, but it should be noted the lead sprouts Serling like a G. And then I voted, uh, there's, you know, he basically is the, what's the grade, A, B, C, D. Uh, 15% said A, 65% said B, 20% said C, zero for D, even though it has uh, uh, something on the bar graph here, <laughs> whatever. Uh, seems like 0% would have nothing, right? I don't know. Uh, I guess you got to signify that. I don't understand how these are Twitter things work. You just vote. That's it. But um, you think D, you think with zero, it would have nothing there, but I guess it's just the starting line. But uh, so 65% B. I gave this a C, where I go, there's some of this episode I do like. Like D and below is the worst of the worst for me, though. So I give this a, a C. And hence the check mark. Where I was like, I like him in the episode and, and talking to the, to, to the planet and stuff like that and realizing he has to deal with this shit on his own and how fucked he is. I like that stuff. The very, very end of it got really fucking dumb and obvious and, and way too biblical and, 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 you know, biblical allegory, all that sort of shit. Way too on the nose. It reminded me, the beginning part reminded me a lot of the Jordan Peele episode, the... the mm. Five degrees of freedom, where the the ship takes off and then Earth gets bombed to hell. Very similar to that, but unlike that episode, this one is a fucking slog. It's just like, oh, here we go. Oh, the Bible, great. And that episode would like went somewhere you didn't expect. I didn't love that episode, but I give that one a B. But this one just didn't really do much for me. But I didn't hate it. So, eh. Boo Rod. Frank said Boo Rod. I like that Frank's it's like he, it's like his spirits here, like he's haunting us. Where he's not on the show, but I get to hear him chime in every once in a while. The and, ghost of Frank. Yeah. Yeah. He's just haunting us. I, I, I agree with what you're saying. Uh it's I'm not like completely turned off by the idea of what they're trying to do here. Like it's a concept that could have worked. It's the complete execution that I have a problem with it. It's, it's not very, very well done. It's not terribly clever. It's a little too, it assumes that its audience is a lot dumber than we really are. And it's like, dude, you're on season five. Most of your audience has watched all of the twilight zones up to this point. I, and back then when science fiction came out, audiences were a lot smarter than they are now. Let's just face it. All right. Let, let, let's, let's call it like, we I don't want to say smarter. I want to say more patient. Which Patient, therefore didn't need as much. They didn't need as much handholding. I think is what yes, I'm trying to get at. But but being more patient led to them being smarter. I think yes. it starts with the patience. I really do. Yes. Because if you're way too much of a fucking hurry, like nowadays, they can't focus on anything. You're not going to learn. So you're not going to absorb anything. So I don't think any anyone. I think people as a whole are smarter now. But I think they're. They're like their capacity for knowledge is bigger than it was then. 
it, but, education has gone this way. Patience yes, has gone to this. exactly. Yeah. So yeah. people, so you, that's why you lead to people like this, where it's like we have a specific show for a specific people because that's what we grew up on. We're not going here's 1990 as a whole. You know what I mean? We're not being very vague. We're going specific. You get these niche markets now. Um, but I just think people back then were way more patient. They weren't like, hurry up or get the fuck out of here. Cause I have two other channels I can turn to. You know what this feels like too? It feels like the, the original planet of the apes, the Charlton Heston one, if you would have skipped directly to the ending, I'm not going to spoil the ending, but if you would just skipped right to the end ending, and made the episode out of the last 30 minutes of that show. Like, it just that, that one little concept. The, that the movie's 52 is. years old. I think you can spoil it. Everyone knows the ending of that movie. Yeah, you know, so it's like, it's, it, it, yeah, it's like, it, it's like if you made a Twilight Zone episode about him just finding the Statue of Liberty. And then, yeah. and you, you reveal that like about 50% of the way through. It you is know, revealed you, at the end that it's not supposed to be Earth that he came from. They kind of did, but you, 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 it's, but, it's like, it's, we, we saw it coming a long time ago, you know? Yeah. Pretty much as soon as he ran into her, I'm like, oh, that's going to be Eve, right? And, the, and they're, yeah, okay. Because you know. my problem with the episode, if I could qualify it like this, isn't that it ends up being Adam and Eve? Because that's, it's just something, you know, twist that doesn't really work for me. No harm, no foul, whatever. There's a lot of episodes that are like that. I don't, I don't hold that against it. I just think they need to have a secondary plot that you are being distracted with. Yes. And that, unfortunately, is not there. Other than him giving up. But he gives up in scene one. So, therefore, by the time you get to the twist, you're, you're already, like, expecting it because there's nothing else happening. There should be, like, we need to build this. Oh, we have to overcome this. We have to do this. We have to do something other than drawing the fucking dirt with a stick. And I'm there's glad just you brought nothing up the distraction because it's like a good magic trick. You know, to do the sleight of hand, you need to distract the audience. So this one is like trying to do a magic trick on stage, but showing everybody immediately how the trick is is done. It's it's a like magician who a for, magician who forgot his coat and has no long sleeves. So you're just like uh, the ball. Oh shit. It dropped on the table, didn't it? Because it didn't go on my sleeve. Hey, Shit. Amy Carter, welcome back. Yes, the Twilight Zone. This isn't the movie. Um, this is the the episode about Adam Adam and Eve. Oh. Um, that's what I call it. But yeah, it's it's Probe Seven over an hour. Is Amy uh, Carter Twi- seven years old? <laughs> I don't or is know. That, is that her child? Isn't. Not really sure. Uh, she's <laughs> one of my followers, but um, I'm not insulting yeah, they, her. I'm just asking. No, I, I don't know how old she is. I don't usually ask people my age or their age because I don't want to have to reveal mine. So. I just see the picture. <laughs> For Amy Carter, I'm like that. This is a young person. Could, could be a throwback picture for sure. All right. Anyway, but but uh, yeah, it does does look like there's some some pajamas on there. Yeah. But uh, yeah, you no. Know, the the Twilight Zone movie is not bad. It, it's the uh, it's this episode is just kind of middle of the road. And something I wanted to bring up, and, and you and Frank had brought this up in previous episodes that were not aired on YouTube, is that sometimes having extra long seasons of a TV show results in episodes like this. So it's kind of, see me, I like, you know, like episodic type TV shows where each week is something different rather than just one ongoing story. I prefer that kind of entertainment. I like anthology movies as well, because when you do that, you trim off all of the fat and you just, you have to get to the point. You have to tell your story. You're not doing that. But then when you have nothing else to go on, 
you have to make X amount of episodes in a series, you get episodes like this, where probably they would have canceled this one, but, you know, this is like, what, later in the season? So, yeah, it's... I'm, I'm getting texts from Frank, who's, <laughs> who's already in the chat. Where do I begin with this guy? Why aren't you on this show? <laughs> so He's texting me like a fucking, like a jealous girlfriend. Like, where are you? You're not really alone. You're not really doing a YouTube show. You're with Teresa, aren't you? Who the fuck is Teresa? I know you talked about Teresa. Like, what? Who? But he's in the chat and he's texting me. And what the fuck more do you want, Frank? You, you ditched us and then you're fucking hounding me. What more do you want? What can I do? For, how can I please you in this scenario? You're making it sound like I left you. He, he, he just messaged me and says, a chick just asked a question in the chat. And I was like, I know, you're on a delay. We're already talking about this. I, I, I love you, Frank. Anybody in the I love chat. you, Frank. I love you, God. Frank. <laughs> <laughs> Amy, you're awesome. Frank, what the fuck are you doing? <laughs> God damn, dude. <laughs> I wouldn't be Ugh. making fun of you this bad if you were on the show. So this is on you. And I'm sorry your work called you in, as you said. <laughs> but you know, when you, when you moonlight as a, as a prostitute in the greater Philadelphia area, this is the kind of shit you got to deal with. When your pimp's like, three, got to come in, Frank. You got to come in, and they got to come in you. You got to come in, Frank. So I don't know what you want to do, man. And he's not responding, so I'm guessing he's, he's checked out again. Ugh. Adam, this episode... The more I talk about it and the more I break it down, the more I hate it. Yeah. Um, I'm trying not to be angry because I'm having a good you night. You don't want to change your grade either. You're still sticking with C. Cause no, like I'm, I said, I'm still just, sticking with C. It's still Twilight Zone. It's still not the worst thing we've ever seen. We've seen Tales from the Crypt episodes way worse than this. No, definitely. And the, we've also seen Twilight Zones worse than this. Well, I give it Twilight Zone. I think of, well, he gave me an A, B, C, D. D is got to be the worst of the worst in this because he basically gave D the EF ranking. So when you kind of bought it, you take the basement level out of a house, I have to go with <laughs> D being the worst of the worst, right? And so you're stuck with A, B, C, D. And so D is like the fugitive where it's a fucking pedophile who plays with a child for way too long. And then he literally abducts that child and marries her. And that's the plot of the episode that of the Twilight Zone. Where people forget about this kind of this kind of episode because it's so fucking creepy that it shouldn't be a Twilight Zone episode. It is disturbing that episode. He steals a child and marries her. And because we're movie dorks, we've recommended two or three way better movies that take this concept and, and are, are very much better developed than this one. Amy, are you a child? Because I, uh, I swear a lot and I say horrible things. Please ask your dad if you're allowed to be in here. I just want to say that to cover myself. <laughs> or she's oh, making. Uh, you talking about the Twilight Zone movie from the 80s? Yeah. I, I, yeah. I don't hate it, but it, it's kind of one of those unnecessary things that just didn't need to happen. It also has, you know, bringing back our last episode of Tales from the Crypt, also has Dan Aykroyd in it, the movie. You want to see something really scary? Yep. He's a vampire. Yep. It's the only scary thing in the entire movie. That is true, sir. That is true. Unless, unless you don't find the, uh, the the monster on the airplane scary in that one. It's not scary, but it is done a lot better than the episode was. And I like that episode. 
But the movie's mm-hmm. done a lot better. It's Joe Dante, who's fucking awesome. Yes, he is. If you haven't seen the both Gremlins movies, go watch them right now. Oh, they're brilliant. They're brilliant. Uh, Gremlins 2, I think, is one of the most seriously underrated sequels out there, man. I think like, Gremlins I, 2 I, is better than Gremlins 1. It is way better. It, it is completely meta. It is making fun of everything, including itself, and I like that about it. It's a very smartly made They make sequel. fun of the merchandise that the first movie made. <laughs> <laughs> he literally shows it makes up in like fun of itself. Gremlin yeah. shirts and stuff, and it's great. Joe Dante went for complete parody, and I got every single reference, and it was an absolute joy to watch. I hadn't seen that until I was older. You know, I didn't see I oh, didn't really? see Gremlins two in the theaters when it came out. No, I kind of kind of forgot about it, and then I watched it. I want to say in 2012, and I'm like, holy shit, this movie is like one of the best sequels I've ever seen, and I didn't realize it. And I, I found it's like I found a new movie. You know, it's great. Yeah. The the first one I watched as a kid, the second one is the one I watched a shit ton. Mm-hmm. But I also, I, I, you know, when you're at that age, I am pretty sure I confused the first two where I didn't know the difference, but I really mm-hmm. enjoyed it. Cause I remember the, the snooty, the really snooty, uh, uh, gremlin from the second one that yep. sits on the chair. <laughs> but I Tony remember Randall. that one. Yeah. Yeah. I remember that one a lot. And I didn't realize there was two of them, really, until I got older. But I was like, oh, I like the first one, but I love the second one. Second one's right in my alley. kind of blurs the two together. Yeah. Frank said he's straight up in the ghetto. Okay. You're in Philadelphia. It's a shithole. Burn that city to the ground, Frank. Burn it to the ground. You sure it's not? He's not just quoting, like, 90s song lyrics? He's really in the Coolio this week. You know? Living in a gangster's paradise. I don't want to. I will stop before the YouTube. Yeah, before uh, the song censor comes and strikes my channel for singing. Gangster if paradise. I manage to sing that song so well, it matches up with the YouTube patterns of the of the song. I kind of am proud of that, really. But chances are, since I'm tone deaf, there's nowhere I will. I'll get nowhere near to that song. Let me ask you this: When you're really drunk and high, and you feel like you want to listen to that song, do you listen to Gangsters Paradise or do you listen to Amish Paradise? Because I usually listen to Amish Paradise. When I'm really what? What? <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> this isn't marijuana. This is just tobacco. Uh, Nicotine. Yeah. Um, no, I, I do like uh, uh, Weird Al's Amish Paradise. I prefer Coolio's. If I'm being honest, I have. I will admit to a bit of a coolie obsession in my youth. Quite strong. I still know uh, the all the lyrics to Gangster's Paradise and something something new and too hot. The, the AIDS song he did. Remember that? It's too hot. Too hot. Too hot. Yeah, I remember that song. One, two, three, four. Get your buddy. On the floor. Gotta gotta get up to get down. Let's stop talking about Coolio. Let's talk about Twilight Zone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> This isn't way off topic radio. We're not a shit show. So. <laughs> oh, that's a spicy meatball. Uh, I'm waiting for Frank to respond to that one. Um, so, <laughs> um, I, I, I like this episode a little bit. I just say I have no idea what next week's episode is. The seventh is made up of phantoms. It's the second episode of a row with the number seven in it. So we're going from... Probe 7 over and out to the 7th is made up of phantoms. I have no idea. Let's just pray it's not another biblical reference. I hope not. Oh, God. I can't imagine the word phantom appears a lot in the Bible. But Frank, learn how to fucking spell. Learn how to spell. 
Scary does not have an E in it. God damn, dude. Anyway. Hey, Adam and Phoenix, you want to see something really scary? 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 <laughs> is that like Jim Scary? <laughs> he has the uh, spelling, yeah, spelling comprehension of Coolio. So, <laughs> next week is the seventh of made up, it's made up of Phantoms. I don't know what it's about. I, I've seen it before, because I've seen all of them, but I don't remember what it's about. And I'm kind of curious. So, I will just say, check us back out on Adam's YouTube, Raiders of the Lost Flicks, if you're listening to the podcast. If you're here already, you know what we're doing. Uh, but next Tuesday, same time, same channel, all that sort of shit. Next Tuesday is going to be a, a double feature of S- 705 of Tales from the Crypt, Horror in the Night, and... Uh, 509 probe 7 over and out for Twilight Zone. Adam, since I don't have a bingo ball to draw like we draw like we did in uh, Tales from the Crypt, you want to do your plugs? Sure, yeah. Best way to find me is www.raidersalostflicks.com. That's links to all my social medias, Instagrams, Twitters, Facebook, all that sort of thing. I have a live show every Friday night on my YouTube channel, and now we're doing uh, his podcast, which is the Tales from the Crypt and the, the Twilight Zone on this channel on Tuesday nights. So just look me at Raiders Lost Flicks on tu- uh, YouTube, like Frank, uh, or Frank, Pete Phoenix just said. Oh, uh, go fuck yourself, Adam. Freudian slip, sorry. Oh, fuck you. <laughs> How dare you? How dare you? How? You find this man. You find Dare him. you. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah, go check him out. Frank is, um, the, the usual little shit he spots out of his mouth hole is I see... ISCP podcast, um, Red Dragons Radio, which is not shit. That's a great one that carries out this show. Um, he also says something like uh, double LNKZ or something on Twitter. Who gives a shit? He's not here. This is what you get if you're not here. I'm sorry, dude. He says, yeah, Philly smells bad. That's the only defense he has for himself. <laughs> I will just say LAWstudios.com, which is a great site. Unlike, uh, there's a minimal Frank on there. Um, Lloyd Turing and Wonderland on YouTube, Lloyd Turing and Wonderland Studios on Patreon, which you can get our uh, Tales from the Crypt rev- commentary reviews uh, way early because we are like six or seven weeks ahead of schedule. So, this that you're watching right now on Adam's Facebook or YouTube page will not be available on our podcast feed until the very end of June. And right now it's May 5th. So, we're really ahead of schedule on the show. Cinco de Mayo. Cinco de Mayo, we're recording. Adam's sober. I'm drinking a lot of wine. Frank's not fucking here. He's not fucking here. He, he's holding up his water over there. He had yeah. a he had a Cinco de Mayo arrangement. Yeah, he had the emergency call at work, which is go get filled by three men. I don't know what the fuck Frank <laughs> does for a living. I assume he's a prostitute. But he got selected for glory hole duty. Oh, it's a glorious duty, <laughs> like it's in the army. You're on glory hole duty, Sergeant. Ah, fuck. Okay. I love this country. I would have told that astronaut to cut a hole in the side of his spaceship, but I'm afraid he would have hurt himself and accidentally cut his dick off. Or or those sparks would have got him. (laughs) That'd be a better (laughs) way to go out. That part where he's got the sparks and I'm like, oh, I wonder if that guy burned himself. It looked like he touched the damn sparks. He had gloves on. Yeah. He had gloves on. Okay. I was paying attention. He had gloves on. I thought the same thing. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, That's uh, about as technical as that episode got, sir. Yeah. yeah. So let's just say, um, go check out all that shit. 
and check out all of our other shows. LAW, the TZ Review, this one. LAW, Tales from the Crypt Review. Westworld, American Horror Story, Walking Dead. Uh, B-Movie Battle. NyQuil and Cocaine, which is coming back for this year. What else? What else do I want to pitch? We're at... I can't believe... I'm so used to doing this show that I felt the... Fuck you, Frank. That I felt the... Um, I like that video. Yeah. That I felt the hour mark coming up. Because we're here right now at the hour mark. Like, about yep. to hit it. But I've, I've done the show 165 times now, so I know when the hour mark's coming up. But, um... Frank is talking about my cat's video for Things Will Burn in Hell. And, and it's, it, yeah, it's not the cat's movie. It's just the animal cats in general. It just hit, I like cats. I just have observations never. Observations on cats, which I, anybody that makes jokes about cats, I find it funny. I don't, I don't dislike cats either. I am more of a dog person. Yeah. That's okay. My it's dogs are outside right yeah. now freaking out. I can hear them. Yeah. But I, I, I've been to friends' houses. The whole premise of that is I kept going to my friend's house from work and she would be like, so I'm like, what's that? Like, it smells like a cat. And like, nothing wrong with having cats. I get it. But I'm like, what? Like, what's going on with the cat? There's a box there full of turds. Obviously, I assume that's cats. Otherwise, you're fucking weird and you need to use the bathroom more often. <laughs> Why the fuck is there a cat box? I've, I've been here a dozen times now. You don't have a cat. And she's like, no, there's a cat. I'm like, why are you fucking with me? And this is like 10 friends I've been over to their house and never seen their cat. Other than razors from below the couch. And I'm like, ah, fuck. And like, oh, yeah, it's a cat. And I'm like, why didn't you warn me? You're going to warn me there's like a sniper with razors below the fucking couch. Phoenix, it's because you have dogs and cats don't like the smell of the dogs on your clothing. Good. (laughs) If they're that obsessed with dogs and like don't want to go near me because of the dogs, fuck them. Fuck cats. (laughs) I like cats. I had cats growing up. But at this case, at this point in my life, what a... If I have one kid and I the smell the other kid I had and doesn't want to come near me, fuck you, kid. There's a part where you were talking about when cats like rub their face against like they have some kind of weird sex gland in their face or some shit like that. In the movie Cats, the one that came out in 2019, the horrible universal abomination that flopped at the box office. And nobody saw when those cats go to hug or kiss, they rub their faces against each other like cats do. It's really fucking. I just want to say, release the butthole cut. Yep. Release release the butthole butthole cut. cut. Make this a thing, please. I want to see those cats, giant starfishes below their tails. Yep. I want to see what the fuck is her name? Taylor Swift with a big fucking bright red swollen anus. (laughs) I just. (laughs) (laughs) Rubble Wilson's would be so, so massive. Dude, it'll be, the, the it'll reason be I say that is because, like, very early on in the show, there's a part where you're introduced to Rebel Wilson, and she's laying on her back, spread eagle, just rolling around on the floor with her fucking crotch hanging out in the breeze. If you put the butthole cut into that, it's going to have to change its rating to X for sure. X for, it should be two X's because it's kind of a yeah, asterisk double is double yeah, X's. It's like, a, it's like an asterisk. Yeah. Like an asterisk. <laughs> yeah. Um, Oh, we should get out of here, right? Yeah. <laughs> We're making, I'm making asshole puns. Let's get out of here. Um, Adam, any parting words of wisdom? I only do this with you, with just you and me. Any parting words of wisdom or lessons you learned from Probe 7 over and out? 
uh, if you're going to do a biblical episode, don't treat your audience like they're they, like they've never either a never been to Sunday school or or b never seen a science fiction movie or read a science fiction novel or just basically read a novel in general. People are not as dumb as you think they are. That's True. all I'm going to say. I learned that apparently Jordan Peele's 2019 remake of Twilight Zone somehow did an episode better, which Oof. bums me out. Oof. Because Oof. the episode Six Degrees of Separation is better than this episode. It doesn't have all the biblical allegory bullshit, but it's a it's a fairly decent episode about space travel and the world ending and the beginning. It's like the first three quarters of this episode. It ignores all the landing and shit. Oh, also I learned never hire your astronauts from a temp agency or your planet will go to world war. A temp agency is like a great place to go after you get out of prison. So, yeah. so I mean, you don't want to hire astronauts out of that. Don't 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 go be an astronaut, especially if you're afraid of loneliness and isolation. <laughs> Jesus Christ. I've l- I also learned that apparently the Twilight Zone can handle multiple episodes where you think they came from Earth, but they came from somewhere else and landed on Earth. And that's the twist. It's kind of like you're on season five now. How many times do you think you're going to get away with that joke? Like you've done it more than once now. It's been done way better in earlier episodes. It happens in this one, The Invaders. It happens in, I forget the episode name, but where they land back on Earth. They left Earth and landed back on Earth, and he draws the uh, electric poles, the whatever those are called. My brain is failing me right now. <laughs> I love that I can rant for seven minutes straight at 600 words a second, but then I suddenly slow down. I forget one basic word. <laughs> but um, that episode, um, it happens a bunch, and... Yeah, it's kind of like a Woody Allen thing, or he's just trying to perfect the exact same thing over and over. And you're like, dude, just move on. It's, it's fine. Just move on. You don't need to keep it's doing like, the same idea. It's like idea. Star Wars, the special edition. Oh, God. Or Ridley Scott's Blade Runner or The Exorcist. They have like 75 cuts of both those movies. And like, stop yep. it. Stop it. I can't take any more. I, I have a Blade Runner Blu-ray with five different cuts on it. No Dawn of the Dead has three different cuts on the on the DVD. Uh, I don't need a European cut. Why? <laughs> the, fuck the only I... cut I want is the butthole cut. Of cats. <laughs> Release the butthole cut. Make this happen. Give the audiences what they want, Universal, since theaters aren't going to show your movies anymore. <sighs> Fucking Universal. But, yeah. <laughs> I learned a lot in this episode. I learned too much. And let's get out of here. Yes, sir. Until next time. And in the meantime, thanks for watching on YouTube. I assume most people are going to watch after, considering the low turnout for the live. But uh, I appreciate you watching later. Subscribe to Lord in Wonderland YouTube. Subscribe to uh, Raiders of the Lost Flicks on YouTube. Hit that. All of the links are in the description to our shows and channels. Do you want to play that little clip there real quick? Yes, I will. Okay. I will do that. Thanks for bringing that up. You're going to hear it on my end, but you just subscribe, click on it. I was talking over it because you can hear it on my end, and they'll hear me over that <laughs> on the podcast end. We got two things going on here, and it's very confusing, but until next time, in the meantime, I'm Phoenix West. And I'm Adam Wilcox. We'll see you next week with Frank... Links back on the show. We have one more person talking. Sorry, real quick. 
Hey guys, what's up in the US? Well, we have a lot of debt to China. It's uh, getting in the trillions. <laughs> we have a, uh, you know, a, a mixed relationship in South America. We set up a lot of dictators that took over the countries and will not release the power. They've moved on since, but they've all been assassinated by their own people. And they took over. We still have a uh, government backing, and the you know, you know, Ali North kind of fucked over everything, and he left, and Reagan kicked him out, and now he's on Fox News. Um, Adam, what else do we got going on in the U.S.? Um, we also have the um, fact that toilet paper is worth more than a barrel of oil over here. We got that going on. We can't find toilet paper anywhere. There's coronavirus. I haven't noticed it personally. I, I don't leave the house anyway because I'm severely injured. Adam, the same way. Frank, the same way. Although he's at work right now. We also got like reality TV that's kind of ruined our array of life and moralities. We got uh, music that is garbage and not really, it's just, it's just created on a computer. Nobody plays an instrument. We got, uh, uh, we got movies that Hollywood makes the dog shit movies and B movies, like, like independent movies are better movies now that, that look better than actual Hollywood movies, we which have is movies real backward. Not only not sell here, they don't sell overseas either. Yeah. <laughs> and we also have a, de you know, declining dollar, uh, that is just plummeting at an extreme rate. But since the rest of the world is too, cause they're in economic collapse as well due to the coronavirus, we're kind of staying ahead of the curve really. But also we have an ineffectual leadership that is not helping us battle the coronavirus. We have no idea what our actual numbers are. Death tolls is at 65,000 as of Sunday. But really it's probably double that because we're not, we're not looking into how many actual numbers there are. But yeah, in the U.S., uh, it, you know, that's what's going on here. Whew. Okay. Well, you take care of yourself too. Appreciate um, that. Oh, you too take care Take care. Take care through the virus. I thought you said we could take care of the virus. I'm like, oh, cool. We're going to fight the virus. No, we haven't fired the virus yet. We're trying to find a way. We haven't quite gotten there. Okay, cool, cool. All right, so we're going to get out of here. Yeah. You guys have yourselves a wonderful day. Peace out. So long, citizens.